Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name's Will, and I'm an addict. This is the Just for Today for January 21st, Unity and Uniformity. Unity is a must in Narcotics Anonymous. Basic text, page 63. Unity is not uniformity. Unity springs from the fact that we have unity of purpose, to recover and to help others stay clean. Even so, we often find that while we strive to fulfill the same purpose, our means and methods may be radically different. We can't impose our ideas of unity on others or confuse unity with uniformity. In fact, a big attraction of the NA program is the absence of uniformity. Unity springs from our common purpose, not from the standards imposed on the group by a few well-meaning members. A group that has the unity which springs from the loving hearts of its members allows each addict to carry the message in his or her own unique way. In our dealings with each other in NA, we sometimes disagree rather vocally. We must remember that the details of how we get things done isn't always important, so long as we keep our focus on the group's primary purpose. We can watch members who vehemently disagree over trivial things pull together when a newcomer reaches out for help. Someone was there for us when we got to the rooms of NA. Now it is our turn to be there for others. We need unity to help show the newcomer that this way of life works. Just for today, I will strive to be a part of unity. I know that unity does not equal uniformity. Thank you for letting me read. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, J.V. Hey, Jay, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Thank you. Glad good you morning. Us- yeah, good morning. So, Jay, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Uh, my clean date is 12-30-1980. I attend meetings all over the world at this point, but where I do most of my service is the area called NA at Home out of Sydney, out of Australia, Sydney, Australia. We are, we cover the whole state with 21 meetings a week. All right, fabulous. So Jay, let's transition to the just for today. Can you share your thoughts on unity and uniformity? I'm an addict, my name is Jay, and um, unity and uniformity. I know that In this reading, what I've come to believe and what I think about this reading is that our primary purpose is to carry the message to the addict that still suffers. As groups, um, this is where we carry the message. We don't carry it in other service. The groups are, are the the function of the group is to carry the message to the addict that still suffers. And, And we do that best there. Not every group's the same. Not every group within the groups that I go to are the same. 
our fourth tradition allows us to um, do and carry the message the way we need to. And nobody can tell us as long as we're following the um, traditions and the steps of Narcotics Anonymous and carrying that message, how to do that. So any meeting that I go to could be a little different. We are not uniform and it, it is a great thing for me because what I've come to understand in um, my recovery is that I need a fresh focus on recovery. And I go looking for different things and, and the pandemic has opened that up more than it was for me before. I do my recovery, have been doing my recovery for the last eight years online. And um, I like that. I mean, I, I'm really, the, my reality is I'm looking for different perspectives. When I have sat in one home group and, and listened to the same people, you get close, I get closed in. I need a different view on what they do. And, and our members and the members that I run into across the globe allow me to do that. I mean, I am, since the pandemic started, it has been um, wonderful because there are people that I haven't seen in a gazillion years. And I'm talking of people I did service with back in my first decade of recovery that have found this platform or these platforms. And it's amazing how small the fellowship has gotten with um, this. I mean, we are, we are in a place where We are in a place where things are um, difficult for a lot of people in recovery. But if we allow ourselves to be open to what is happening, that we have so much to gain. And uh, something that I find real interesting and with this reading and with what I've watched going on is the fact that back in March, when th they locked down the, the globe, we were told to go to online and to the phones. And the fellowship of itself did that. The office closed down. And um, I watched the fellowship unite in a way that I haven't seen it unite um, 
probably since the basic text came out. I mean, people came out of the woodworks. People did this, people did that. Meetings started, meetings happened. And some of the struggles that I've been through um, went away. I mean, in my recovery, I was worried that what happens if meetings stopped? What happens if there were no meetings? And for me, when I found the online groups and, and how they functioned, I knew that I would never be without a meeting. And I would never be without the people that think along the same lines that I do and not worry about uh, trying to fit in a mold because this program is so, I mean, I look at this program and the, the program of Narcotics Anonymous and it's so diverse and, and there's so many ways that you can work it. There's no one right way to work this program. Nobody can tell you that you're doing it, it wrong as long as you're following the basic guidelines. And as long as you're not picking up and using, bottom line for all of us is we don't use a day at a time. That we um, stay clean each and every day. And, and, and we apply the steps and principles to our lives. And I'm able to do that. And, and there is no right way to do it. And, and if somebody argues with me that you're not doing it right, I just look at him and say, I'm here. And, and, and it works. And I know for myself that it's important that I continue to come to meetings. Yes, my clean date is a while ago and I continue to come to meetings. I continue to be involved because if I don't, I don't know if I have a life and it's not, I'm not wrapped up in the, the program isn't my life, but without my recovery, I have no life. And I go to meetings on a regular basis. So Jay, let me, let me and, ask a follow-up on that. Um, yeah. So, so we know that that unity piece saying, Hey, look, you know, we have this common purpose through, through the pain of shared experiences of our past, we're, we're, we're kind of unified and united with this, with this, mm -hmm. this purpose. Hey, you know, we're committed to staying clean a day at a time. Could you speak to the uniformity piece specifically to, if we have some listeners who either, either have moved to different areas or, or, you know, that's going to be part of their story coming up soon or something like this, you know, when, when you make that move and you, you go to a meeting in a new area, at least for me, and, and I've traveled a lot you know, throughout my recovery, I always sit down and, and kind of assess this, the, the situation, the flow, right? And it is like, well, they're not doing this right. <laughs> and it's like, hmm, this, this is different. This is weird. Why aren't they doing this? You know, that, that, that couple minutes of like. Oh, absolutely. Place. Yeah. So, so 
and that speaks, I think, to that uniformity piece. It's like, hey, look, w- you know, it's okay to celebrate the differences, even though if it feels strange at first. Could could you could you put some context to that? Oh yes, I will uh, definitely put some context, and I agree with you. When I started, the way, and and I'm going to talk about. I mean, I moved all over the country throughout my um, recovery and meetings are a little bit different every place. And I always gave them time and I always gave them and I learned um, that it was, I mean, even though it's a little bit different as you stated, they're all the same. What really started to happen is when I started going to meetings around the globe, when I did, I first found the UK and there was a couple of meetings a week there, and they're a little bit different on how they run things. Um, and then I found Australia, and they're a little bit different on how they run things. And I sat back and listened and looked. And you know what? The way I was raised in this fellowship, because I found Narcotics Anonymous in Florida when it was very young, and, and, and we grew it. The fellowships around the globe are different. Clean, let's, let's talk about clean time real quick. Uh, when you do the clean time countdown, most people in the States, we start with the white chip. In Australia and the UK, they start at multiple years and then they, they work their way back to the white chip. So the last thing that everybody celebrates is the person here one day clean. And that took me a second to uh, think about that, but that's the best way to do it. I mean, you you get through the, the people with a lot of time and then you, you, you get to the people that we're here for. And, and every place I've gone and every place I go, meetings are a little bit different. There, there is no uniformity in this fellowship. And I don't know if I'd want uniformity. We none of us are the same, and, yeah. but it all works no matter where you go. If you sit and listen, you give yourself ten seconds, give yourself a minute. I mean, and it's there. Anything else? Uh, I mean, I I'm, it, I've never been right. uniform. I've never been you. Uniform. I mean, in my recovery. Uh, most of us, most of us are right. Like we, right. we see the grain, and we go naturally, you know, um, this position to go against the grain in, in just about every area. And yeah, no, Absolutely. so so that's good, Jay. And and you know, um, you're gonna have to come back when we do when we do a couple episodes of of like the change in the in the fellowship, you know. And, and oh yeah, and it's been amazing. Man. You know, thanks for thanks for your commitment for over 40 years. And so with that. Jay, with, with your 40 birthday cakes, if, if in, in all this experience that you have, if you could sit down with JV, you know, with yourself, with one week clean, knowing what you know now, could you share with us, you know, what would you say to him? I would say to, you know, that that's a good question because my anniversary was less than a month ago and I've, I've been thinking about things. When I look back on everything that I've done, and everything that I've experienced, the reality of it is, is I wouldn't change the way I work my recovery. The only thing, well, I wouldn't change anything 
any way I work my recovery except for maybe one thing. There was a time in my recovery I stopped going to meetings and I had heard an individual early in my recovery before I had three years share about that. And he said, don't do it. And, and I looked at somebody and said, I'm never going to do that. And, and I know never say never. And, and I'm very fortunate that I made it back. But I wouldn't be the person that I am today if I didn't experience everything I experienced. And I wouldn't be where I'm at. And I've come a long way and I've got a long way to go. And that's why I continue to go to meetings on a regular basis. And hopefully I never forget that because when I did forget that and thought life was more important, I could rely on being in the past, the meetings that I've done and, and the meetings that I might do in the future. I was, I mean, I was lost. So it's been over eight years since I've missed a meeting. And with the pandemic, I probably go to three to four meetings a day because we have that ability. And I'm better off for that. And I listen to other people that say, I've never gotten done as many meetings. And I'm talking about my predecessors. I watched some of them, the people that I talked to back when I was a, was very young in recovery and and they're doing the same thing it's like it's amazing what's happened to this fellowship and i i never think the, i look at it and i'll shut up right after this i think the fellowship has morphed it will never go back to what it was nine months ago who knows what it's going to be as we grow the fellowship over the 40 years has changed dramatically and I like where we're going, and I really see a lot of growth in our members and our membership because of the pandemic. So I, I'm very high on our future as a fellowship, minus the structure that isn't the fellowship. Because my belief is the structure isn't the fellowship. The groups and our members are the fellowship. The structures outside of it. Does that answer the question? I hope. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste. And God bless.